Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're so glad you joined us here for the conversation. Our study of the Gospel of Mark is focusing on the busy, productive, and life-changing work of Jesus in action. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hey, friends, welcome back. Appreciate you joining us today for the podcast. Uh, We are in kind of a busy section here in Mark chapter 4, although really that's been the theme of this little book of the Bible, and that is that Jesus is busy about ministry. Uh, We've called this book Jesus in Action, and wow, we've seen it in this chapter, especially in his teaching ministry. So this is a very busy day in the life of our Savior as he teaches his disciples primarily uh, about the kingdom. And and we're uh, I think we're in um, verse number twenty six. So uh, let, let's just go ahead and jump right in. Uh, Mark chapter four and verse twenty six, the Bible says. By the way, I, I I'm not I've not been introducing mugs, but this element mug uh, or ember mug I should say is my absolute favorite mug. It's actually a a thermos, and it. You, you, if you just touch the ember, well, it's it's out of battery right now, as you can see. But it actually has a temperature gauge on it, so I can heat my coffee or keep my coffee warm. It it is it's an amazing thing. Anyway, uh, Mark, Mark chapter four, look at verse number twenty six. Uh, and he said, so Jesus said, so is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground. Now, now we've seen this. We've seen this same metaphor, I guess you could call it, about the seed in the ground. But this is a different illustration here. So Jesus said, the kingdom of God is like a man that casts seed in the ground. Now, now watch it, verse number uh, 27. Uh, and, and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up. He knoweth not how. So interesting. So the kingdom of God is is compared to like a seed in the ground. And a person plants that seed and then goes about his, his duty. Go, he goes to bed that night, gets up the next day, just lives his life. And over time, that's the point. Over time, the seed begins to grow. And the farmer is not a you know a, a bio, microbiologist. He, he doesn't understand all that's happening uh, in the germination of that seed, all that. And by the way, ne- neither does a modern scientist understand, you know, how does this happen? But it does happen. And this is, this is the work of God. This is what God makes to happen. The farmer doesn't make things grow. He simply understands the conditions under which things do grow. So, and, and that's what Jesus says. So that's the kingdom. The, the kingdom is going to grow. Uh, God, God does his work on the inside of men and women at the heart level of salvation and the growth of the kingdom and the transformation of hearts and souls. H- how does that happen? Well, we can't entirely explain that. Now, we can we understand the conditions 
uh, inside of which that happens. Uh, we preach the gospel. We're faithful to be witnesses. We give the word of God. I mean, there are certain conditions in which we know God blesses his word and blesses ministry, And but God is doing the work, is he not? Look at verse number 28. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself. So absent human uh, effort, absent of uh, human uh, participation, uh, this is something that's happening outside of uh, the human instrumentality. And the Bible says, and the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the ear, after that the fruit, the, after that the full corn in the ear. So there's a process of maturation a process of growth until finally the fruit comes and the fruit comes last. And when the fruit of that crop comes, whether it's the, the, the barley or the wheat or the corn or in a fruit situation, apple or peach or orange or whatever, the fruit comes last. And when the fruit comes, we know that that is the culmination of the process. That's when harvest time comes. That's when the fruit is picked or harvested uh, for the purpose of use. And, and that's what it says in verse number 29. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he putteth in the sickle because the harvest is come. So uh, just as there is a physical harvest, so there are spiritual harvests. And we can look at that both negatively and positively as we understand the, the principle of sowing and reaping. But here, uh, the parable is about the kingdom. The kingdom is something that God is doing uh, in the hearts and lives of people. And it happens, it grows slowly over time. But there is coming a time when the harvest will come. And the final, uh, the final, the, the kingdom will have been harvested in that sense. And the, this dispensation will have ended. So what are these disciples hearing? Well, they're hearing that Wow, we participate. Somebody has to throw the seed. Uh, we get to observe. Someone's watching the growth. But the kingdom of God is something that God is doing. And it's something that takes place slowly over time. It's important that we understand that because almost all of these parables kind of have those principles in them. Now, look, look at verse number 30, where a very similar parable is given. And he said... Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what comparison shall we compare it? So Jesus said, well, what's another way we could look at this? What's another comparison tool that we could employ to better understand the kingdom? Look, look at verse number 31. It's like a grain of mustard seed, which when it is sown in the earth is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. It's such a very, very small Seed. How could something that is planted that's so, so small, and everyone would have known what a mustard seed is, and everyone would have known what a mustard tree was. Look at verse number 32. But when it is sown, it groweth up and becometh greater than all herbs and shooteth out great branches so that the fowls of the air, the birds, may lodge under the shadow of it. So Jesus is using a well-known thing, a mustard seed, uh, a mustard tree, and and showing people that things that start very, very small sometimes become very, very big and serve great, great purposes. 
And that's what the kingdom of God is. It's something that's starting very, very small. Think about it. Jesus is, has gathered just a few together, a few apostles. And, but over time, over time, the kingdom of God will have grown. So that years later, when these apostles, one of whom is, is the apostle John, who dies many, many years later, he will have seen the gospel spread throughout the whole world. And the church is planted uh, on different continents. And Christianity just kind of wildfire going across the entire Roman kingdom. Uh, what happened? Uh, the, God did that work over time. So that's the way the kingdom grows. Look at verse number 33. And with many such parables spake he the word unto them as they were able to hear it. So think about that, as they were able to hear it. So Jesus was always sensitive to the saturation capacity of his audience. Uh, I think about the Apostle Paul, who said a very similar thing to the church at Corinth. When he said, uh, you know, I, I, I speak unto you as unto babes. Now, I, I wish I could speak unto you this way, but you're not able yet to bear it. Neither yet now are you able uh, the writer of Hebrews, perhaps even Paul himself, talked about, hey, I, I would love to give you meat uh, theologically, doctrinally, uh, that, that you could eat, but you're not ready. You're still, you're still at a place where you need milk, so I will give you that. So the, the teacher was aware of the saturation, the digestion capacity of his hearer, and he spoke at that level. And that's, what's, that's what the Bible is saying here about Jesus. Verse number 34, But without a parable spake he not unto them, and when they were alone, he expounded all things to his disciples. So when Jesus spoke publicly to the larger groups, there was a certain level capacity at which people could hear. And we've talked about this. Remember, a lot of what you can understand about the Bible has to do with your predisposition about the Bible itself. And what I mean by that is, as you study the Bible, as you listen to the Bible, as you try to take the Word of God into your life, is your spirit one of, Lord, open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law? Is your spirit, Lord, whatever you teach me, I am predisposed to follow you, to obey you. Uh, your word is paramount. Uh, I'm not here to be a critic of your word. I'm here to be a receiver of it. Because an important hermeneutic is if you want to understand the Bible, then there ought to be a predisposition on your part to obey the Bible. I guess that's the point I'm making. And that's the point that Mark is making about the teaching of Jesus, that Jesus spoke at their level and he was willing to go deeper with and provide more explanation for those that were his inner circle, if you will, his, his disciples. And that was kind of the modus operandi of Jesus' teaching ministry. So I think we'll stop there, verse number 34. That ends in Mark chapter 4, the, the parable section. Uh, all these many parables all of which really deal with the kingdom and the growth of the kingdom. And in that sense, the, the role of the disciples within that growth as the seed throwers in that sense. Remember, we went all the way back to the, the parable of the, 
of the sower or, or of the soil, however you want to look at it, and how that one parable was the key that unlocks, uh, unlocks all parables. Why? Because the way that we receive the word, whether we're that hard ground, that stony ground, that thorny ground, or that good ground, has everything to do with the way that we understand and apply the word. So I hope that helps today. Appreciate you joining us as always. Looking forward to finishing up this chapter next episode. Hope you'll be there for that. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.